Hello, lovely humans. Let's talk about how wonderful the world is. Are you mad? It's bloody awful out there. It's just the worst. Hey, everybody. Oh, my microphone's over here. I should just record the whole thing standing like three feet from my microphone because sometimes I listen and I'm like, Valentina, you can't put it in your mouth. What are you doing? <laughs> but that's all the, the advice is to just, just put, put it your, in mouth your mouth right up on it. <laughs> so what everybody says you're supposed to do. I mean, I if I could count the number of times. If you want to be popular, tell me. put it in your mouth. <laughs> I mean, come on, everyone. Exactly. Just yeah. put your mouth right on it. God. Yeah, basically. If I had a nickel for every time. <laughs> you could get a piece of <laughs> I saw hey! this. I saw this. Um, I don't know if it was a tweet or what the other day, but it was something like, if I had a nickel for every time I forgot something, I'd be looking around going, how do I have all these nickels? It's <laughs> <laughs> so stupid and I love it. I know. That's what I thought. It's so accurate. It's like perfect dad joke. Oh, uh, you know, I love me some dad jokes. Uh-huh. Hey, everybody, welcome to Just the Worst Podcast. Hey, that's Patty. And that's Valentina. We're here to talk about things that are the worst. Absolute worst. And and talk about Podbelly Network, which we are a proud member of. Go check them out. We love Podbelly. Apparently, there's like on the directory, which does not mean that they're members, but apparently the directory is growing and growing and growing. Why are so, we putting uh, non-members on the directory? Come on. What kind of floodgates are we opening? Uh, I think the directory is for any podcast, and the network members are the ones who would get uh, in with, like, advertisers and... I mean, we're the talent like here. <laughs> I don't want riffraff just around <laughs> with us as the talent. Uh, that's good to Valentina know. has very strong feelings about other podcasts. Oh my god, you guys! <laughs> <laughs> I have such feelings. So I many. just sometimes I just listen to these podcasts that are like supposedly mainstream, supposedly lots of people listening, supposedly sponsored, and they are so bad. Like, for example, well, see. I feel that way about last podcast on the left. And is that the one where they're just like, pew, 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 like shock jocks? It, it's so morning zoo to me. I mean, it's okay. Yes, yes. it's very well researched, but it, only if you can listen through all the bullshit. And, and for I some just, reason, yeah. don't the Murderino girls like them or team up with they, them or something? Yeah, is that they, them or is they, that the yeah, doll? No, they're, that's them. That's yeah. one of them. Yeah. Yeah. It's a uh, yeah. It's just too yeah. much energy for me. I can't handle it. I don't know if it's the third, the three person dynamic or what it is, but it's which it must not be because Sophie King's not like that. From what I listen to, I mean, you guys do get a little bit like rolling along with your inside jokes. <laughs> not like we don't, yeah, but the uh, whole show is inside jokes. <laughs> yeah, basically. I mean, yeah. I feel like we're kind of at that point now. Mm-hmm. Like no one's getting in. Um, yeah, so today we're going to talk about the book that we've read, Yay! American Predator, which means that we both listened and watched some other uh, media about it. 
and I listened to a podcast that was so bad. Firstably, I listened to it. I'm not joking on 1.9x. Like, that's how fast it needed to be to make it sound like a normal person was talking. So then when I, when I like, happened to get it back on normal, it was like, and then Israel did this. And I was like, is this a joke? What is happening? So bad. So I had to fucking speed it up to get through it. But, yeah, it's two whole seasons. I mean, granted, they're only, like, 30 minutes each. Uh, episodes about this fucking Israel Keys monster. But, oh, my God, it was brutal. How did they this go guy- through two seasons? Did you, li- you only listened to a couple episodes? No, right? I just, yeah, I just, because I didn't even know it existed. And then I was walking the dogs and I was like, oh, maybe I should kind of catch up on whatever I'm going to say about it. And so then I listened to a couple episodes and it had, like, audio with him, which was really interesting. Right. Yeah. And I know it was, like, apparently readily available online, yeah. but I it's did on not. YouTube. Yeah, it didn't go. Six hours worth of interviews was on YouTube. Which is fucking infuriating because those interrogators might be the worst interrogators of all time. In the book. But once they get the woman involved, she's fucking good. Yeah, but I, I mean, much like my controversial photography is easy opinion, (laughs) I feel like apparently until you see it done poorly, you're like, okay, maybe there is an art to it. Cause like I watch Mindhunter and all those shits and you're like, oh, that doesn't look Good that hard. Cop, and then you watch cop, yeah. shitty people do it and you're like, for fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Like they acted yeah. so stupid and like empty handed when they were interrogating him. They were like, well, we don't know anything. And why don't you just tell us what you know? That he was, was like, when the, no, I'm good. the attorney general or not the attorney general, the prosecuting attorney was insisting on being the interrogator in Alaska. And they couldn't not let him. Oh, the and fu- he was terrible. And I thought it was really interesting because they were watching him do the interrogation, just cringing the whole time. Like, oh, God, he's totally fucking this up. Yeah. But and- I didn't think, I mean, I don't remember just from what I watched today. I don't remember the girl jumping in. But it was just like, yeah, I mean, we don't know what's going on. So if you just want to tell us. And he was like, well, uh, I have some like you know requirements and they were like well you know we don't want to get a bunch of other cops in here that are gonna find other things and 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 then they're gonna mess with your requirements and i was like ask him what his fucking requirements are what are people doing and then finally he was like yeah you know i don't want media and i don't want it to affect my daughter and i want an execution date and they like hemmed and hawed forever tell the guy an execution date make one up not only are you legally allowed to only Lie. the in- investigators are, but the DA wasn't allowed to. That okay, was one of the things. It's like that's why they were like, "What the fuck is he doing?" Because he can't. He doesn't have. He doesn't get to play by the same rules as the police do. Somebody in the room should have been like, "Guess what? We got your execution date." And also, uh, first of note was that he at one point he was like well you know what my big thing is is that i want an execution date and a cop literally says for you (laughs) (laughs) i was like you fucking clown no for charles manson that i need to (laughs) die on this hill i want this guy i need to know when he's gonna die uh, for fuck's sake. Yeah, like, I didn't think they were, Did you watch any of the interview footage on YouTube? 
Uh, I watched whatever was on this terrible, I think, Australian show about him was. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, I listened to it via this so mind-numbingly slow Two podcast. things that that I thought was just the smug, the fact that the investigators didn't just smash his head into the table because of how smug and obnoxious he is was pretty good. And also his laugh is the same exact laugh as oh. that Santa Barbara incel dude that shot up all those girls. Oh, and Elliot They Rogers. had the same exact laugh. Really? Like that really weird forced. Really? Oh, God. It was just ugh. the fact yeah. that they didn't just smack him all the time. I give them. I give them. Well, yeah. Credit. So I listened to the part where uh, he talks about the. Oh, what's their name? It starts with a C. The I say, no, not Kehoe. That's K. Couriers? Oh, yeah, Cor- yeah, yeah. The Couriers. All I could think is Coral because I was thinking about Dean Coral earlier. Ugh. Yeah, I know. You know, whatever. Uh, I just think the about worst. <laughs> Talking about the worst. I think that guy's worse than this guy, but. A million times worse. Yeah. Like, I would say that, like, spoiler alert, my major opinion on this guy is like, meh, not that interesting. The weirdest like, thing about him was his absolute. Detachment. Uh, detachment from his victims. Like, yeah, it, and then he could turn around and braid his kid's hair and take her to school and do parent teacher right. night and then go back and chop up a body after having sex with it and throw it in a fucking lake. Seriously. That part was really interesting to me. But the I mean, part, yeah, where he like recalls abducting them and then raping her and murdering him. Like it was, yeah, he would just kind of laugh yeah. and. Because he'd be like, oh, my God. And then she tried to, like, break out of the cable ties again. And, like, I couldn't fucking, like, ooh. Like, he was just telling his story. Like, it was just nothing. <laughs> and, like, first of all, the podcast, the guy, there's a whole episode dedicated to just this one retelling. And he consults, like, six of his friends that like true crime to ask them how much he should play because it's very uh like it made him very nauseated and gave him nightmares the first time he listened to it and so like what is his responsibility as a podcast host to put that out there or to protect the oh my god i was literally yelling fucking play it (laughs) like we can decide for ourselves. Like, just, I can fast forward. Come on, buddy. Like, I fast forwarded through the fucking kitten murders on whatever the dude was. Israel Keys did the same goddamn I know. thing. Fucking I was, cats. I had that was in my notes. I do not like the animal cruelty. I do not like that part. <laughs> no. I definitely, I don't understand what he did to the cat. I, because I, I like blew through it yeah. like i know there was like tying it up and stuff like that and it vomited and, and then i was like fast forward um get to the people killing already yeah god christ <laughs> in heaven oh none of this none of this difficult stuff can you please get to the human murder yeah um yes yeah, so this guy fucking hems and haws for half of the fucking episode about whether he should play this or not and i was like you Pussy ass bitch. Why do you even have a true crime podcast? No children are in this. Like, what? And it wasn't even... I don't know if... Because I fast forwarded so much of him. I don't know if he edited out the worst parts that made him nauseated. But the part that he left in, I was like, okay, yeah, that's horrible. It'd be horrible if it happened to you. But that That's 
girl, listen to some real scary stuff that is not like it was not scary like this guy was just and I feel like for the whole story like he just loses a lot of intimidation and scariness because he's just crazy you know what I mean like there's no like if he picks you like eh, right there's no rhyme or reason you can't not park your hair down the middle and be safe yeah there's (laughs) just blonde well, what was crazy, too, was, like, while he was recounting it and saying, like, because apparently this woman, like, broke out of his restraints, like, mm-hmm. three different times. And he, and he was, was like, she was, Yeah, she was, like, 50-something, and I absolutely didn't think she was that strong. And, of course, he's, like, kind of chuckling, like, I didn't think she'd be that strong at all while he's telling it, which is scary. I realize that. Like, to a normal person, hearing that kind of, like, cold-blooded, just, like, I'm laughing like I'm telling you an anecdote about like dropping my coffee is uh-huh. scary. But at the same time, the fact that at no point were the investigator or the interrogators like, so sh- you told her like to shut up because it would just annoy you if she was screaming. But like, was there anything at that point that like there was no, I felt like there was no one in the room that was trying to kind of like, get behind what he did or like make notes for future reference like I felt like they just were stupidly just like oh just tell us stuff we don't know anything (laughs) and I was like for fuck's sake at least be like was there anything that they could have done because didn't he or they think that he eventually like gave up on some people like when he was doing his like mall parking lot abductions and when he didn't go after them you mean yeah, that yeah. they think like one woman just like threw her purse and screamed and ran away. Like she got away. And I was like, so obviously there was stuff that you could kind of do at one point with him. Like, why wouldn't you? I don't know. I felt like unless I'm sure there's secret tapes somewhere else of hopefully some psychiatrist talking to him, trying to actually like talk to him. As he was if, really like he was really weird about his like, I don't want to talk about that. I don't want to do that right now. Like, and they, so they said like he was going to rape that guy, but the guy made him mad because he was almost, he almost got loose once he got the woman handled. Yeah. Then the guy was almost loose. So he skipped his regular plan and just shot him because he was so annoyed because he plans everything so meticulously. Yeah. And he has in his head exactly how it's supposed to go. And if they mess it up, he gets more pissed. Yeah. Ugh, but but yeah, still. it felt like there was no kind of like deeper examination of, I don't know, like why and what. And like this, there was some psychiatrist on the podcast that was weighing in on it. And uh, she was like, it's not that you should necessarily like try to cultivate some sort of empathy for this person, this murderer. But you should try to talk to them normally so that they tell you their weird normal their weird shit yeah which is normal to them right you know what I mean yep and that's what I thought was like so aggravating was like that's stop. like what the guy in uh Mindhunter Mindhunter right? like he'll go right into the gutter with them and freak everybody yeah, just out be like right that stupid cunt yeah like oh that's what was so annoying and I hope that there's other tapes and like secret information that somebody got out of him or he killed him because I didn't know he killed himself. Also, I definitely went into this not knowing how recent all of this was. Right. 
It was very like, recent, like 2012 or something, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, I picture serial killers for sure in, like, the Ted Bundy era and yeah. the even, like, the Night Stalker era, where it's still a little bit outdated. But, like, this was a trip to realize, like, how recent it was. And then, like, just listening to him talk, he was so normal. They're out there right now. So this is what's freaking me out right now. I'm in my house alone. He liked Ooh. to go to remote locations, like the couriers or whatever, right? Like, they lived kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Um, and I was just thinking like, what if we were sitting here recording this podcast on FaceTime and all of a sudden one of us saw a fucking person behind <gasps> the other one, like ready to fucking kill one of us. What the no. hell would we do with you? would be no. easy. Cause you could, I could call the cops and Palo Alto, Reno, they'd be there pretty quick <laughs> where I live. No telling when they show up. <laughs> I don't know what I would do. I'd be dead and gone. But it we totally need- gave me the shivers because now I can't stop thinking about it. So now I'm looking at my little corner, pretty convinced that like fucking Freddy Krueger's that'd be amazing behind me. I mean, sorry for your loss, but I'd probably be super famous. <laughs> you totally would, and you'd be able to write such a great book. Yes, and that's really all that it matters. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, yeah. This was a weird. This was a weird case. <laughs> It's like we were just used to covering serial killer cases. For, but for we some reason, I these. did find it so much less scary because I feel like it was just so like out of your hands, if that's you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you... I, I don't know that that makes it less scary, but I am always fascinated by the stories where it's like, oh, no, that could totally be the person who sits next to you at church or... Yeah um you know who comes and paints your house or whatever right like that could be it could be anyone yeah your kid's freaking kindergarten teacher it could i mean right i were a kindergarten teacher i would definitely murder people you'd have to take it out on somebody oh (laughs) um yeah no i have started closing one of my windows at night and locking it Whoa. I know. You're getting getting careful. That means your trouble's going to come to you. Big steps. Yeah. I'm basically asking someone to Uh come in because they're like, what is she protecting? (laughs) (laughs) Why would she shut her window? Exactly. (laughs) No, I've decided my favorite thing that my dog does is sits up, wildly alert, stares into the darkness of the rest of my house, and just watches the darkness and i'm like are you fucking kidding me bro and i'll turn on thank god i have alexa so i just turn on all the lights and thankfully so far no one's been there but i'm like dude what are you fucking doing you stupid four pound animal just not helping out yeah basically uh, so I, I one thing i learned from this case too well there i learned several things first of all homeschooling is bad always always bad show me one probably show me one actually there's probably one that turned out decent but like it's never an above board idea it's never like a solid this is my first choice (laughs) and and the other bad thing super religiosity one of the things i thought was really funny when when he um because his parents went from being amish to being like revivalist christian to being like white supremacist mormon to, yeah, and it was great. So he called he called the white supremacist group the white people with guns cult. 
Because <laughs> he told, he said his parents were always cold hopping and he finally decided he wasn't going to keep going with the family. So he had like nine brothers and sisters. And he's like, yeah, they're just cold hopping. And it went from this and this to this yeah. to white people with guns cult. <laughs> no <laughs> offense, white people with guns. We love you. But you're a large that part of our is audience. Where, okay, so here's. Here's potential conspiracy theory. I watched an inside edition with the author of the book. Did you? Yeah. And she said that since this book has come out, that his case, like the police say the case is closed. The FBI hasn't closed the case and they've reclassified it as terrorism. I, that's in the book. Yeah. It was in the book? Yeah. I don't remember I don't think that you part. paid attention uh, no, I, that I was just sort of lost interest at the end. Um, but tough. yeah, so like because he had all these connections from that cult, the white sperms, the white people with guns, because he knew the Kehos, who knew Timothy McVeigh. Yes, and it was well, like and all then this it, weird they shit. found out that he had a bunch of experience with bomb. Making. Yeah, and he knew how to make bombs, like blowing the, the gates of fucking parks. Okay, good job. But yeah. yeah, so then apparently, like it's super top secret of why they now classify him. So if we disappear off the face of the earth, you guys, we've been renditioned. Just know. Renditioned? Somebody wanted to silence us. Yes. I mean. Yeah, when renditioned is when they basically kidnap you and take you to CIA torture rooms and try to get you to tell them. I've never heard of that. Oh, there's a whole movie called Rendition. <laughs> Add that to With my like list. really famous people in it. It's well, good too, yeah. Speaking of you teaching me things, the pressure's on you now because you have to oh, pick shit. the next book. Oh, I so, haven't even looked at the list. Yeah, I was going to post the list today because I was like, I don't know why people are having trouble finding it. It's just our bookshelf. And it's just me just, bl not blindly, I did put a lot of thought into it, but just <laughs> adding, I wanted 50 books on there that I had either read or wanted to read that I thought fell into our wheelhouse of the worst so there's everything from uh like christopher hitchens uh god is not great which is a there wonderful is no book. god yeah and that's what he's basically like i mean yeah. he's that's christopher hitchens hitchens jam yeah he's been the most Correct. kind of vehemently anti well i think he's more anti-religion than he is anti-god no he just doesn't believe in god he's an atheist Right, but I don't think his his beef is not with God. His beef is with humans making religions people into believing in God. garbage dumps. <laughs> yeah. And, like, yeah. killing each other for it. Ugh. I mean, imagine a world with no religion. That would be amazing. Think of all the wars yeah. that would just stop. Imagine there's... If we didn't have God. Imagine there's no countries. Um, we would have no crazy Mike Pence and mother. Oh my God! All kinds of things would go away. Mother, wife. Um, yeah. Uh, no, I put a bunch of shit on there and a bunch of shit that I've already read uh, that I've found was disturbing or the worst. So I didn't know. I thought it would be more accessible to people that were like, "Oh, I like worst things. Let me read this book, like a child called it." That's a fucking oh. horrible book. That my yeah, I've read Defending Jacob, a child called it, so that was just child abuse. Oh story. my god, yeah. What did I just call it? I don't. That's know. what. No, you said that's what you said. Uh, yeah, my sociology roommate, uh, in college had to read it, and I read it in like one sitting because it was so fucking horrible. It's basically just about. 
I sound like a Kardashian sometimes, and I'm so sorry, you guys. I really don't mean to. I'm just from LA. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I can hear it when I say, like, it's just fucking horrible. Oh, my God, you guys. Uh, but no, seriously. It's really, I, oh, it's a really terrible book. Note, yes. Somebody, I was in a meeting today, and somebody said, this guy, this basketball player was at this event I was at. And I don't know, like, I guess his claim to fame is he used to be married to a Kardashian. And I, of all people, pop out Lamar someone. I'm like, how the fuck do I know this? Yeah. Remember I told you that my work, when we had that offsite, and I was like somehow the, the queen of trivia? That's amazing. Me, who knows nothing, knew all the answers. I'm like, wow. I'm keeping this rep alive. This is great. That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel so proud. <laughs> you should, because I'm I sure do. I know of it because of I feel you. A little warm feeling in my heart. All of the blather that I just produce in front of you. You've soaked some of it in. So that's great news. I have. Um, but yeah, a child called it. Oh my god. It's just about this. All I can remember, because this was obviously like 175 years ago when I was in college and I read it. Um I think this mom just decides she doesn't like this one fucking kid that she has and just ruins his life. She won't feed him. She closes him in the bathroom, like stuffs a towel under the door and then like puts a bucket of bleach in there with him so that he's just like inhaling bleach and dying. What? Yeah. And like they catch him eating like rotten meat out of the garbage because he's so hungry. So he, baby. Oh my god, it's the worst book. And yeah, so I obviously like blew through it in an hour and was like, I what, what? So I put that on the list. <laughs> I of mean, course, who doesn't want to share that with their friends? So yeah, is it? Right. It's a harrowing list. And then I put like Chuck Palahniuk's Haunted, which is a bunch of his um like not even ghost stories but just like horror stories just him being gross um and i think it's open for other people to add stuff too so like i know we discussed the other day amityville horror the movies i think are terrible right i, I will fully co-sign that so when you watch them as a child they're still pretty scary well yeah but i mean like fucking peewee's <laughs> big adventure was scary when i was a child large march when our eyes pop out nope no thank you ruined for life um but yeah amityville horror the book with the fucking pig in the window like fucked my jody? shit up yes right? i looked for like, jody for so long after reading that book yeah like one of those books where you're reading it and you get tears in your eyes like that's i think that's just a that's just a high that i'm chasing down man like that happened when i was younger and was really scared and you just get tears in your eyes i remember one of my friends next scarf way big callback my very fancy friend when she lived in west hollywood uh i think that like there was something about like there was no doorbell. It was like paneled over, remodeled, whatever. But then like every now and then the fucking doorbell would ring. And she had all these stories of this ghost that lived with her. And I would absolutely just start to well up. 
because I, I mean, I think that's just like what humans do when you're just super scared about shit. Mm-hmm. And I remember just being like, oh my God, I'm, I'm going to die from this story. So, uh, Amityville Horror did that to me. So I put it on the list. <laughs> so there you have it. Talk my shit up. Same with the Gerald Durrell story that I already talked about probably like yeah. a year ago and also posted. That he's Gerald normally Durrell. like a jolly English writer about animals. He's like the James Harriet oh, yeah, of yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. But his short story about mirrors <laughs> ruined part of my soul <laughs> so You're much. Still all fucked up over it. Obviously. Uh, I know what book we're going to read next. Whoa. You really just you're pulling the trigger i actually i was gonna give you time to the bookshelf right now about it no was it on the bookshelf already i just added it oh it was not she's going rogue everyone i did not (laughs) approve this i have no idea what's coming Uh you might get the weird like beep noise when i'm like patty no (laughs) don't do it don't go there but do you know that also some other interesting facts about Israel Keys. I don't know if these are in the book. I don't remember them being in the book. Cool. He was a huge ICP fan. So nice. he may have been a juggalo. <laughs> How can you not be? <laughs> right? I mean, if you're an ICP fan. And yeah. he was a heavy drinker and he loved cocaine. They did talk about that in the book <gasps> a little bit. Two out of three. What's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they said so it they said something about him, and this was in the book. That after he was had his daughter, or yeah, after he was with his girl, the girl and his daughter living on the Indian reservation, he was drinking a bottle of wine, a fifth of Jim Beam, and a six pack of beer every night. Uh, I'm just gonna tell you guys, it's a lot. <laughs> I was fine with okay, bottle of wine, sure. Bottle of wine, I mean, beer, sure. A fifth of Jim Beam, that's a lot. That by itself is a lot. Right. That by itself is too much. Too much. How do you not die of alcohol poisoning? You're not Andre the fucking giant. You can't do that. And he said, but they said because he was so like in control of every aspect of everything. Like even with his daughter, he sort of took over taking care of her because his girlfriend was a little bit strung out. Fascinated to know where she is now. But yeah. Right. I know we should do some. His daughter. Mm-hmm. They're probably hiding her out until she's an adult because she was well, still a little kid. He alluded to that weirdly in one of the interrogations where he was like, I know that she's somewhere now that this can't touch her. And I remember thinking, like, what is he where the fuck could she be? Do you think he just like turned <laughs> Right? He just turned to the girlfriend. It was just like, go, go to the Caymans. Maybe they put her on the the Indian reservation. It's in Where they were from. I don't know. Oh. Um Okay, so your book. So there's those is, two things. Also, so he when drank he too was much. In, in the military, they said he did like, was it? I don't know if it was a gram of cocaine. It was a lot of. It was more than that, probably. It's a lot. Every I day. I mean, that's a lot for a day. <laughs> I'm like, no, 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 no. It was a lot, not a gram. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, weird. Oh, memories. Um, <laughs> like the corners of my. But they said he did it for like weeks straight every day and then just quit cold turkey because he decided he didn't like how it made him feel. Fucking. That's more alarming than the drug use itself. This is what I said was like, that's for sure a fucking serial killer who has had control issues because who the fuck can do that? Bloop, bloop. No. Done with cocaine now. Ding dong, boom. Let's have tea. I don't like it anymore. Anyway, he's a very interesting man. 
Um, he is. I'm uh, really, I'm really mad that he killed himself. To be honest, I know they needed to be able to do like way more like Jeffrey Dahmer so for science interviews. Ugh. Yeah, but he like so okay. So there's still more about this guy, right? Because he planned everything so well, and nobody had any idea he existed. And he did all these crazy trips with all these kill kits all over the place, yeah. and like really planned very far ahead. He did for the murders he was gonna do. And then he all of a sudden goes and kidnaps this girl from his own hometown Against where people the know rules. him. Yeah. Takes her to his house, has her in the backyard. With his child. I mean, like yeah. so many things that they said, like, this was so not like what he would normally do. That was, was his final his one, own. right? As far as we know, that's the one he got caught on. Interesting. But and yet he thinks after. that fucking Dennis Rader was a pussy because he got sloppy and got caught. This guy totally got sloppy. And they say a lot of times, like, serial killers will just keep escalating until they get caught because they don't, yeah. like, they just keep pushing the boundaries. And so whether they're intentionally trying to get caught or just getting, like, not sloppy, just like, fuck, I'm never going to get caught. This is easy. Yeah. Like, I think, I mean, I, I mean, I don't know, but it seemed like the whole thing with her, like, what the fuck? Using her ATM card? Like, he lived in regular society. How could he not know they would track that? It, like, the ransom? Yeah. It makes no sense, any of it. It's crazy. It's fucking weird. No, I think like, it's like... something fell apart there. And, like, we don't, uh, the tapes, no one really addressed that, which is really yeah, annoying. Yeah, like, what happened? Why did you all of a sudden, and, like, just had so much shit on him, like her driver's license in his wallet and And went her to her car, in the car and like went to her car that night and the fucking titty stupid ass boyfriend was like, someone's rummaging through her car. That's not a big deal. <laughs> oh, I'll well. just sleep on it. Yeah. Okay. You're an ass hat. But yeah, it, it, oh, no. Oh, there's so much information I want to know from him. <laughs> totally Stupid. yeah because i mean and maybe then, he was crazy maybe there was something interesting about him because well, the feeling that i got like when i closed the book i was like he's it's not scary to me it's not like it's just apparently the same as getting struck by lightning like it's just fucking inevitable and this guy is just dead inside and doing these things so i don't know when i think about being faced this was in one of the things I was watching. It was, the, it was an also not very good documentary about him. Yeah. And they were talking about, like, just imagine having this person in front of you who has you tied up, who you know wants you to be dead. Do you know that, And he wants to kill though? you. Yeah. They, they said this it's pretty clear <laughs> to a lot of these people. They thought, anyway, that just has no fucking connection, no soul, no anything. Yeah. And you're just at his mercy. Like, that would be pretty fucking terrifying. Oh, for I mean, I yeah, don't know. No, it would. But then they had all this stuff, like how they, th there was part of it where he was talking about how, I don't know if it was Samantha or the couriers, yeah. where he was like, they saw the police car and he was hoping that they saw it or something because he wanted them to feel hope. I think so that, that was Samantha. I was like, yeah. what kind of fucked dude like just feeds off people's abject hopelessness and but then the whole thing about wanting to stay to do all his murders at a church so he could watch people like yeah. praying to a god that didn't exist while he was killing them like <laughs> dude yeah. you're fucked up yeah 
yeah and that yeah i think i think that's the stuff that like gets your heckles up it makes it like a creepy interesting story and for me i feel like it didn't go there enough i yeah i mean if they could apply i mean i know i'm dead inside but still yeah i just i guess my imagination just got to that like thinking about like what kind of what are you doing you're just thinking all day about how you could make it worse how could i make this harder on somebody to be killing them and raping them and torturing them like let's make it i mean dean coral i think i i think he did the best job of making somebody's death the worst um he was really inventive but this they guy were. just seemed like he, he se- that was like physical torture. This guy seems like he wanted to mentally like destroy people before he killed them. But he, but at the same time, I would argue that he didn't. I'm not saying he was successful. I'm just saying he thought about it. Like he thought about how to make them feel. I feel like it. It was very just like weirdly castrated version of torturing. They didn't really go into a lot of that. Yeah, and I don't, I mean, probably it might be the nature of, like, the interrogation or the tapes or whatever we know about him. But, yeah, it just came off very, like, uninteresting to me in the sense that it was just like, okay, so this guy's just crazy and he just wants to kill people? I'm like, that's he ties not. people up, tortures them, or not tortures them, sexually assaults them was really the gist of what I got and then yeah. kills them. And but the necrophilia. I mean, body. that's always a thing. Well, they did say that Ted Bundy was his idol. Yeah. So necrophilia makes sense. He wasn't nearly as committed as Ted Bundy. <laughs> like, no. Really. <laughs> nobody really beats him on the necrophilia thing. But yeah, I mean, the fact that, yeah, he goes on this fucking cruise with his family for, what, 16 days or something. Right after killing her. Yeah. Right? She's yeah. in a freezer, comes back. Puts some makeup on her, sews her eyes open, and then takes the ransom picture uh-huh. with her. Like, oh my god, that's an interesting person. I want to hear about this guy. And they didn't fucking, I think, get it out of him about what in his psyche was making him do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And then I just, I can't get over, like, and then turning around and parenting your child like a normal human being. And not only that, but on the back end when you're busted, to care enough about that kid to want to keep it from her. Like, it's just a very interesting dichotomy. And at any point, did anyone say to him, you know, like, this girl was somebody's 10-year-old daughter at one point. How, did how do not, you feel how do you about that? that? Oh, that's what, yeah, that's what. Like, what if somebody did that to your daughter? Right? Like, yeah. And why do you want, why do you not want your daughter to know these things about you? Because what, you're obviously doing something that you co-sign. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So it would be okay if somebody did that to your daughter? Right. That's just, like, that's just what if it was life. just that's their jam? Yeah. It's, it's so. It's, up uh, yeah i think i'm more just frustrated with the whole thing that i am fascinated the way i am with like Dahmer and gacy or whomever else yeah which i know is like super basic to be interested in those guys but yeah. such a basic serial killer 101 such a basic bitch about it. like give me my pumpkin spice latte and my Dahmer documentary <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, that probably is, though, the perfect combination for this time. That it is. The fall is. Yeah. Everybody's into into murder. And and why is this? Why? Why? I don't know. Maybe it's like it gives you some feeling like some sense of control over it. Like if you know about every awful thing, you can somehow avoid it. I don't know. Well, that's what Ding Dong Georgia on Ding Dong. My Favorite Murder says. Oh. That, well, that's probably where she's I got the, it from. She's Sorry, Georgia. The... Didn't mean to steal your Sorry, Georgia. theory. Um, I know you're listening. <laughs> Totally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, she always says that that's why she's fascinated with it is because she's so paranoid and so weird about stuff that she feels yeah. like if she knows all the angles, then she'll feel better about it. But I definitely don't come from that point of view. I don't either. I don't. Uh, that's, that's not why it. I'm interested in it. I think it's just like the the far reaches of anything is interesting. Like I think it's just the opposite of being able to understand because there's so many like. I feel like I'm not great at reading people. I feel like when I go into situations, I think like, why would you lie about that? Or why would you fake this? Or why would you, you know, everything like work or relationships or whatever. Like you just have this very like me oriented universe where you don't understand why people who are not like you would make decisions that are not like something you would make, which is really fucking obvious. But sometimes it doesn't make (laughs) sense to you. Especially if you're very self-centered and an only child, probably. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, I think I'm pretty good at reading people. And most people are okay. And the few that aren't, I'm very aware of. <laughs> yeah. See, I definitely feel like I'm not because I'm like, why? That's a weird thing to lie about. Um, but I feel like it's interesting to me. And someone suggested this at some point. I don't know who it was. Um, that it was some weird fucked up way to be like well my life is really fucked but you know who's even more fucked these people so it's some like weird way of making yourself feel better about your situation which i suppose could be true but that's so like weirdly specific that i don't actually think it applies to me but maybe it does are you comparing yourself to the serial killer or the victim <laughs> well, I might be apathetic and not Great care question. about anything, but at least That's I'm not my killing therapist. people and not caring about it. Yeah, no, yeah, both probably, but yeah, but uh, yeah, it's, it oh. just never stops fascinating me. I guess I, I'm I'm guessing there is a lot of PhD and master's students in sociology who are studying this phenomena and coming 100%. up with all kinds of interesting theories. A hundred percent. Yeah. Because it is very interesting that it's oh, it's God. so much in the culture now of like there's so many true crime podcasts and true crime shows and true crime everything. It's just crazy. It's really Well crazy. and that's why like and if we had fucking skills, we would insert the Israel Keys clip of him being like, I don't know. Everyone talks about this stuff now. There's so much true crime bullshit out there. And that's why the guy named his podcast True Crime Oh, Bullshit. really? That's you just outed the podcast you were talking shit. Uh, I did. Sorry, it. whatever your name is, but fucking get on with it. Uh, yeah, no, there is a clip. Maybe, maybe we'll get this technically inclined, and at some point insert the clip that's uh, where Israel Keys says like. I don't want any press, but I know that everyone's into this stuff now, which also made it feel very, like, recent. Yeah. 
And because, that was several years ago, so this is a, a long... Yeah, um, so it's him saying, like, I know everyone's into this true crime bullshit and whatever. Which is weird. And he didn't... That was, like, pre-podcast explosion, so... Possibly. What the hell was he talking about? He because was... there wasn't a... I mean, there was podcasts then, but there wasn't... It wasn't, like, insane... But wasn't there, like, like all those garbage shows, like Forensic Files and all the reenactment shows? Yes, that's true. There are The True Crime Channel on Court TV and all that stuff. Which I I really don't mean to talk shit about. It's just that I can't with the reenactments. Like, I tried... so bad. I tried to watch The Family again on Uh Netflix about the weird christian influences on people in dc and again they throw in these weird reenactments of it i'm like well you lose me like when they're playing football on the lawn probably yeah i don't even know they're really bad though i think i would love to play a role in one of those reenactments because you could be so campy and ridiculous it would be pretty no fun. you cannot and yes, that is the problem every that's what i mean so that's the genre the one, you're supposed to be just over the top not good at acting no it's like what's the other one lime town or something i don't know where people get abducted it's like fictional there's Anytime someone recommends to me like a scary, quote unquote, scary, uh, fictional series where like it's so fucking phoned in, I want to die. The only one that has ever been able to do it well to me is I want to say over my dead body. Was that the one about the, the husband that possibly murdered his wife and then they think like buried her under the pool or something? No, you I can tell by your face. You don't know what I'm talking about. But I'm thinking I'm thinking of the one in Utah, the Mormon dude who killed his wife. No, this is Australian. That's cold, I think. No, I don't think so. Yeah, I think it was called cold. Mm. I mean, uh, agree I to disagree. To <laughs> I'm gonna look it up right now. Do it. It might be I suppose it could be cold. Um but <laughs> yeah, but it was the only reenactments. That I've ever thought held any water against, like, not distracting me from the actual story. So It was cold. Uh, FYI. And is it, like, a hundred seasons? And I didn't listen to uh, it. I think it's, like, three. Because the guy killed his wife. And then started and then dating the babysitter. No. Yes. This okay, is the no. Story that I don't think he, that's. The Mormon think, dude killed no. his wife because. He was crazy. Yep. And then was when he started when they started figuring out it was him and they were gonna bust him, he took both of his kids to a house and lit the house on fire. I don't think that's my person. Because well, this is Australian. No, I was talking about the one in Utah. I don't know what the one in I get Australia that. Is. Hey guys, mom and dad are fighting. Just deal with it. <laughs> no, it was Australian and it he like fucked the babysitter. Oh, 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 oh. Um, yes, yeah. I know what you're talking about. I couldn't get through that one. Come on. Uh, I couldn't finish it, but the first like season that I got through. Um it is like the babysitter or it's the like tutor the, or the teacher. Like the girl. Teacher's pet. Teacher's oh, pet. Okay. 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 I'm like, or the teacher or something. The teacher. The, the, yeah, because he was a gym teacher. Yeah, the first season I was kind of interested. And then I was like Probably same with this fucking true crime bullshit one. I'm like, how are you making two seasons of this? Yeah. 
This could be. He was only 30 something when he died. How is there that much information? I mean, and then they're like, well, in this episode, we're going to analyze this one inch piece of cloth that we found near you know the I... pool in a bush. And I'm like, okay. No, no, I no. really don't like the amateur sleuthing ones like that. They do that where they really go into the mm. uh, evidence and try to figure it out for themselves. I, I, that doesn't interest me. I don't know why. I have mixed feelings on that theory. because I loved like Doctor Death. That and... was though. That was her telling a story as a journalist. That was kind of different. Uh, what was the one with the girl that died in like the pecan grove or something? <laughs> I no? don't know. Come on, yeah, you do. The girl who died in the pecan grove. Someone at home is yelling. It's this one. She was a That's beauty queen in like what? Georgia. And then he did a second season. Yes. Ugh. I would Google it, but then I would get too distracted. I mean, I can't. Do you want to talk about something? Talk about something. And I will Google it. Um, what else do I have to say about Israel Keys? <laughs> Clearly, this is very contentious for Valentina and I because we're not agreeing on many things. Um, but, yeah, he's just a... You're doing he, amazing. He You're was doing amazing. <laughs> <laughs> That's not helping. You're not amazing, helping, sweetie. you guys. You need to Google better or stop Googling. Up and vanished. Oh, yeah. I couldn't listen to that one either. Uh, well. Not, okay. It was good. It was good. I enjoyed it. Uh, why am I talking about it again? I don't know. She died in a pecan grove. You are. It doesn't sound like she vanished if she dirty was bitch. in a pecan grove. Well, that's the conclusion. <laughs> Spoiler alert for everyone. <laughs> No, I don't actually remember if they found her there or if they just suspected that she was there. But, yeah, no, that was a good podcast. There, I think there's, like, two seasons. Hmm. Oh, because we're talking about, like, amateur investigators. Like, oh, Serial yeah. obviously changed the game. Oh, my God. I hear when I get so high-pitched and it makes me want to die because I realize, <laughs> like, this is on a tape forever. On a tape. It's on a tape forever. It's on a tape. It's on your VHS forever. (laughs) It's on your mixtape. Oh, you know when I hear something so cute when my mom came to visit me? She brought me a DVD as a present. Oh. Do you even have a DVD player? No. I'm like, what do you want me to do with this? (laughs) That's funny because I just checked. So my mom's birthday is the 14th. And I just checked her like Amazon wish list. And it's got like a bunch of CDs on it. And I was like, mom. Adorable. Yeah. You Thank you, Mom, these. for the lovely gift. I still don't it was, have a DVD player. And if anyone's interested, it was Gershwin's Porgy and Bess, which is obviously like super current. But then I was like, uh, <laughs> I'm going to look up on Spotify if they have these things. And so then I just bought her like a cool home speaker and Spotify membership. A Spotify membership. That I'm probably going to need to drive down there and show her how to use, but that's fine. Well, tell me when you do that because I will come down there. Uh, so I'm going to do Friendsgiving here, I think. Mm. So that's like the 23rd. So then I may go down. I mean, I am unemployed and going to be in living in the gutter soon. So yeah, I... is anybody hiring right between the holidays? This is gonna no be one's tricky, hiring me. No, tricky, actually, tricky no one's thing. even interviewing that I've gotten to. Yeah, but, it's a tough uh, time to find a job, I think. No, I don't think it is, actually. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. I would well, think it'd be uh, yeah. No, I'm admitting my I'm admitting my shortcomings. I haven't actually been on interviews. 
Uh, Because then I obviously knock people's socks off Mm -hmm. and they can't wait to interview me. I mean, can't wait to hire me. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just keep interviewing her. She's very funny. She's great. (laughs) Can't hire her. She just keeps talking. She'll tell you anything. It's insane. She has no filters. She never stops. God, I do have to buy you all of the seasons of pulling just so you can enjoy it. Oh, because every time you say something like that, it reminds me of, of that show. She's amazing. Uh, Hello, let's talk TV. Boop, boop. TV oh, corner. do you have a TV update? Yes, I'm a fucking hundred years old and I'm obsessed with Kaminsky method. <laughs> okay, I literally just, uh, yes, you are, because I just heard about that show at the dog park in my retirement community yeah oh yeah i'm 100 yeah Yeah. don't say i'm recent because it's literally won like emmys years before now yeah but i just heard about it too it's a fucking test because i'm not 100 Uh, i'm 100 kaminsky method and what is it about it's alan arkin okay so it's michael douglas as this Mm -hmm, actor mm -hmm. named sandy kaminsky and he runs an acting school oh that's right yes and Alan Arkin is his agent, was mm-hmm. just the fucking tits. And it's just like this amazing banter. And whoever you are out there that's all big on the Big Bang Theory, I know Bill. that it's produced by Chuck Lorre. And I get it. And I know that the man can do good dialogue or that appreciates good dialogue. So I get that. So it is Chuck Lorre situation that's happening. So I appreciate that. But it's very funny and very quick and very just like good, quick banter. Like I put it on because I was trying to do something else. I don't know. Probably like apply for jobs or shop or whatever online. And I just wanted like something on the in the background that I probably didn't care about. And I love it. I'm obsessed with it now. I'm so into it. It's ridiculous. That's hilarious. Yeah. And I I didn't realize that I was on the last episode today. (sighs) And I came back from walking the dogs and went to press play. And they were like, that's it. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Is that how it ends? That's it. Yep. It's just them (laughs) all standing there with jazz hands. Like, that's it. That's how we're going to end this podcast. And we've covered it all. Uh. No, we're going to go out with a way bigger bang. One of us is going to murder the other. (laughs) So hopefully it's you murdering me. It's going to be me showing up behind you on the podcast. Yes. Just being like, enough. Enough of your sad sack business, lady. (laughs) Get over it. Um. Yeah, no. On that note, the Happiness Lab is absolutely my new favorite podcast. I got to tell you, I had like... I think I went a little like manic the last week because I was so excited about like this podcast, not our podcast, obviously, uh, but this the not happiness exciting. podcast. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to do like daily affirmations and do like journaling. So I was just like a manic machine where I was like, life is amazing. You guys, life is everything. Oh my God. There's so much like marrow to suck out of these bones. and We got to do this and blah, blah, blah. And then, like, I didn't go outside on, like, Saturday. And I was like, nope, everything's garbage. I hate everything. (laughs) I'm 
and I'm just going to sit here and drink myself to death. And why can't I get over my past hurts? And I need to go to an ayahuasca retreat so I can, like, clear my body of all this bullshit. So, yeah. So, go outside, everyone, is my big recommendation. I bet there's a lot of great shamans out here in New Mexico that would happily take you on an ayahuasca journey. Oh, we got the live uh, blog at Namibia yeah. my Yeah, because you used to apparently. Really? I think so. I think that psychedelic thing, I think I would. <gasps> oh, my God. For our 100th episode, we should <laughs> fucking do it. They definitely don't let you record there, but. No. It would have to be a spiritual experience. Or, or it's supposed to be. be. Yeah. And. It sounds terrifying and amazing at the same time, which is generally what I'm into. Because apparently you vomit everywhere, which is cool. Uh, it feels but... really good when you're high. It's fine. It's true. Just uh, getting it all out. Oh, well, you gotta get it out before you go to bed. I mean, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> um, but yeah, apparently, like, you... I was reading some article about it i've I've read a lot of articles about it i'm not gonna lie because i do have a friend who's turning 40 this year who wanted like an amazing birthday so we were trying to do like let's go to tahiti or let's go to and of course because literally no one in my life wants to go anywhere ever uh it was just me being like let's go here and let's go there so at one point she jokingly sent me a link to like some ayahuasca retreat in like costa rica and i was like yes let's do that let's do do that. that So She's I need to introduce you to my friend Courtney, who still lives in the Bay Area, who always goes all over the place and is also a fucking knob job. Yeah. No. What do you mean a knob job? No, she's great. She's, she's like a lunatic job. that's into weird ass. She listens not to this doing podcast, life, but yes. So oh, yeah. Sure. And I think you guys would hit it off, and she would go traveling with you anywhere because she goes all over the world all the time. Yeah. Courtney, it's... call Valentina. I have this little. I have this little book that's called Q&A a day, and it's a five-year journal. I'm showing it to you and not our listeners because no one can <laughs> You guys see are this. missing out on seeing the Q&A journal. But it's this little tiny book, and it's got obviously like a prompt for every day of the mm-hmm. year. And apparently I started it in 2017, which is fascinating <laughs> because there's huge chunks of it that have obviously been ignored. And then there's very big parts of it that are just very like intoxicated scribbling, which is super sad. And then there's just months that are left alone. Like August, apparently in no year have I felt like talking about anything in August. <laughs> but so like summer, you've got other things to do. Yeah, I'm busy doing things. Mm-hmm. But like, let's just... I'm just going to show you this page. That's no. Yeah, that's That's not I a can't. Yeah, that's not a sober person that's right. No. These things. What I don't even say? Uh the the prompt is uh, do you make enough money? <laughs> I wrote in huge letters. No, obviously. <laughs> I think it says my beloved truck is a hundred thousand years old. I have six hundred and eighty square feet, no lipo, no lips. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag real talk. Because <laughs> Did we just do a podcast about the entries in that book. Yes, because then there's nothing again until 
September eighth, the next year. So, uh, oh no, September sixth of twenty eighteen. What was the last online video clip you watched? It's I can talk. Oh, I need to watch that again. Oh, precious. That was during yeah. this podcast life. Span. Yeah, that's why I'm saying it's rather relevant. But yeah, uh, I mean, it's a sad situation. But uh, yeah, so I've, I've been trying to journal and like read books and like get in touch with things and live a better life. That's amazing. You do seem lighter this week, like more yeah, th- yeah. present. Yeah, it's a lot better. That's good. Yeah, I've been very pumped up about things. But that's, that's why awesome. I'm like, really, I'm not bipolar? Because I'm very, like, meh. Even when I'm not drinking, I'm like, oh, my God, you guys. Like, I ordered probably seven new vitamins for myself. Because <laughs> I go online and I did some weird, like, DNA test uh, where it, like, measures your DNA against, like, uh, just your life and, like, do you uptake vitamin D well? And oh, how do you process uh, inulin, which is like a gastrointestinal acid or whatever? So I get very into these very, like, oh, so textbook LA. Am I? I so am. Um, so, yes, I'm like, oh, I'm pumped up. I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to be on top of my life. I'm going to read the books. I'm going to do the legwork. Mm. And then like, just then there's one day where I sleep till three and I'm like, well, that is, yeah, it, I, I hate my existence. I don't know what I'm doing on this planet. I have no goals. No one loves me. I don't have a person. I could die. No one would check. I know, right? Sad. Sad. But it's, you want to hear my sob story for the week? Uh, no, I want to talk about mine more. Okay, uh, go ahead. <laughs> No, I'm kidding. Tell me. I have found that being a social human being in a neighborhood is more difficult than I would have expected. In a in a neighborhood, yeah. Like, so we have a dog, and dogs like create friends really quick, right? They do because you become friends with the other people dogs that are always hanging out with their dogs. Yeah. So, um, there's a group of women at the dog park who have invited me to participate in some elderly game court game it's called pickleball which i've never heard of but it's only for older people once they can't play tennis anymore so anyway they invited me to join the group a couple times a week and the woman who invited me clearly knows me i have no fucking idea what her name is cool so i have her in my phone as pickleball. As hopefully just pickleball. Uh-huh. <laughs> Lady pickleball, if you will. I don't know who what her name is, but I'm invited to go play pickleball with her. So I'm just going to have to call her pickleball. Well, then you're going to do the stupid thing where you're like, oh, how do you spell your name again? I'm going to make Ian <laughs> figure it out for me because he's better at friends than me. So yeah. he can he can sort it out. Fantastic. He's my backup. My wingman. <laughs> okay, you insisted I have friends. Whoa. <gasps> That's why we get married. <laughs> I'm getting a very interesting view of Valentina's apartment right now. (laughs) (laughs) I reached too far. I flew too close to the sun. (laughs) 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 And again, I keep falling down, you guys. It's terrible. I did. Just 
Carry on. I'll uh, come yeah, back. Okay, you. so I mean, we're kind of done. I do have the next book. It's going to be switching gears a little bit from Serial Killer. It's a little bit off the track of all these other. Oh books. yeah, we we didn't even talk about that. That was like a hundred hours ago. Yeah, I'm here. I was. I was. It was a teaser. This is a callback. You've <laughs> done an amazing job. Thank you. Um, we're uh, the next book is going to be a long way gone. Memoir memoirs of a boy soldier. What? Yeah. It's just, it's a terrible fucking situation, and you know I end up getting on these global <sighs> catastrophe kicks. Terrible. terrible. What is it about? Uh, it's about a boy soldier <laughs> in Africa. Oh, whoa! In Sudan, Spoiler specifically. Uh, have you ever have you ever read like the Lost Boys of Sudan or any of those books? No, why fucking would I do crazy that? Crazy stories. Um, I don't like humans. <sighs> Well, then you won't feel bad about it. Then I probably should kid. read about their plates more. Right. Yeah. It's not about animals getting hurt. It's about these children being forced to fight each other in wars that they have nothing to do with. And you promise there's no animal torture? I'm pretty sure. I don't think so. Because I was pretty annoyed in uh, this last book when there was some cat torture. And no one mentioned it. I know. That was... that was. We need to... The, you know, the cat dies. The cat survives. Whatever that that uh yeah um, just pretend the cat's fine i do enjoy this uh rating of the book mine good book fast read sort of sad <laughs> oh that's not mine nope it's a different friend of mine but it does have oh is this like the idris alba movie mm -hmm. what's it the beasts mm -hmm, of yes no beasts of no nation whatever I don't it know. Probably is. Of... I didn't see that movie. Um, this is a memoir, so it's a true. There's a couple of really good books oh, about the situation Maddie. with the Lost Boys and with the child soldiers in Sudan. Um, this one is pretty. There's some pretty funny moments in this book because it's. Wait, about... you've read this book? I'm gonna read it again. Oh, I haven't read it in a million years. I read this um, right when we first started thinking about. Doing the whole Rue thing. Um, oh. Because there was a good chance that we would have gotten a kid from Africa or from Sudan or that had been. Like, I got to know what the. Yeah, so I just kind of wanted to know what it was about. So it was a long time ago. You guys, if you hate this, all the other books on the list are from Valentina. We can just keep her picks from now on. She has a very no. eclectic mind. So. No, um, no, no. But I'm I like not to. Gonna wear this badge by myself this is some shit that's fucking gnarly and there's a lot of good stuff. there's a really fun uh really not funny but it's this great movie about the lost boys when they there's a group of them that gets placed in america in the u.s yeah. and just them trying to figure out how to maneuver through a modern world oh sure is i mean like trying to get on an escalator there's a really funny scene with them trying to get on an escalator and that I mean, their it favorite is the thing to eat. number one bestseller in West African history. So, it's a good book. It really is. It's, okay. it's yeah. So everybody I'll go do get it. that one. I'll do it. Well, uh, yeah. So I, when we were talking about like, what should our next book be? When did we start the first book? We started the first book like eight days ago. <laughs> no, we didn't. We did. We talked about that book like four episodes ago. Mm. We did. Well, according to when I added it to the. 
Oh, I did. Oh. But when you posted it in the group, it was a long time ago. I personally added it to my life on October 16th. <laughs> well, that was but then almost I f- a month ago. Yes. But then I just made the group read it because I was reading it. So sorry, That's guys. the kind of power you have. Well, just Mwah. okay. Let's see if anybody just, follows along to the next book. How long will this book up last? Yes. But, yeah, we didn't start the group till November 4th. So we've literally given people... No, go look at the comments. People have have been reading the book or they have, and I love them, and I love you. I love you, readers. Yeah, it's it's good. Lauren's so excited about it. I'm living for that. Mm -hmm. Jude and Antoinette, all the good ones. Yeah, I mean, thanks guys for hanging in there with us. Yeah, go to the other side of the world and learn about some other horrible things. Yeah, we've got 18 people in our book group. That's pretty good. Uh, Yeah, that's better than like most. I didn't even know 18 people still read. (laughs) It's, yeah. Well, you don't, what? You don't even read. I know. I do sometimes. I just don't a lot. Unless I'm just have nothing else going on. Uh, Okay. Anything else? Any final thoughts? Way to endorse reading. I've done a lot of reading in my life. Unless I don't have anything else better. Unless, uh, unless okay. just I'm stressed about other things, I can't focus on reading. Okay, so, yeah. Okay, this book. It's in my... Oh, I'm going to order it. Got some credits. I have from... it in hard copy here at my house, I think. So I'll be reading. I'll be reading it legit. Super helpful. Mm-hmm. Um... Yeah, no, it's uh $9.94 on Kindle. That's yeah. your jam. Cheaper. Uh you can get it for three dollars. And more environmentally on, friendly, I'll have to say. On Kindle. Yeah. yeah. But you can get it for $3.81 if you read paperbacks. Which I do love to do. What a deal. At the beach, but, nothing better. Yeah, it's November. I know. I'm just saying at the beach, there's nothing better than a paperback. <laughs> You raise a great point. Thank you. Hey, uh, everybody, go check out potbelly.com. Check us out on Facebook yeah. and yep. Instagram. Tell a friend. Tell a stranger. Force somebody to listen to this. Just download it onto their phone. Subscribe yes. them to this podcast. Yep. And uh, thank you very much. Yeah. Um. Wow, so abrupt. Okay. Uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> one I hour mean, and ten minutes into this sucker. Holy balls. Yeah. All right. Well, you know I love you guys. So call me. Bye. Bye.